Well, everyone, if the weather forecasts are any indicator, there's a good chance that many of you will be listening to this in below freezing, well, with below freezing temperatures outside. And it's possible that you'll be dealing with blackouts or things like that. So to that, I say, that's what you get for voting Republican. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when that was the thing? That was was crazy. It's the Doug Zone, everybody. We are here. It's... It's getting cold. Our Christmas episode will be out next week. So you have that to look forward to. And we watched something almost as excruciating this time around. Oh, oh, yes. We Uh, skipped Dougmas this week. We skipped Dougmas. Instead, we went to Haunted Doug. Um, Haunted Doug. Okay. Look, I put more effort into that than he put into this whole video. Uh, Yeah, I I just kind of want to jump. There was effort in the video. Yeah, actually, for better or for worse, you are right. He definitely put work (laughs) into this one. Yeah, he did some work. This Uh, is... Eight Crazy (laughs) Nights is what we are watching. An Adam Sandler Hanukkah movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, you know, whenever you see that, you think, oh, this is going to be a great movie. Yeah. (laughs) But Doug's here to inform us. Actually, it was bad. Now, I've got to say, admittedly, not being Jewish, when Doug was talking and saying, like, there's no Hanukkah movies, I was like, well, I don't don't know if that's true. Maybe it is. And if so, yeah, I'm with him. But Doug does start this video off with an apology to Jewish people, which was a weird energy to start the, the video off on. We're jumping right into this. I'm sure we have other things to talk about, but both of us need to exercise this video from our minds as soon we as really possible. Do. I oh my god. This was awful. This is like the Dibbuk box, actually. It was 27 uh, like- <laughs> minutes. And that is 27 minutes I will never get back. Yeah, this video is part of that weird, like, in-between period where, like, Doug doesn't completely hate himself yet. So, like, he still has energy, but Mm -hmm. also his reviews are so long. And so we have 30 minutes of just top-tier nostalgia critic, and Doug is firing on Not just the nostalgia critic. There are several guest appearances. Yeah, we have several guest appearances from it. Yeah, that's the the other way that you know that this is later stages. We have other people, Mm -hmm. and oh boy, they... Sure do contribute. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, Yes. The first, I will say, the first, like, I want to say, like, ten minutes, like, five, ten minutes of this review are incredibly normal, Doug. Yeah, they're pretty standard. Uh, Yeah, he's just sort of, like, doing his thing. You know, I hate this movie. Like I said, he starts it off with an apology to just, I don't know, Judaism in general. He's like, hi, I'm sorry. Not for the continuing prejudice and racism that you face today. Not for any of the other things that might be. But rather because the only Hanukkah movie you have is Eight Crazy Nights starring Adam Sandler. And again, I I don't know if that's true. I feel like it isn't, but it might be. I looked it Uh, up. Um, There's some... There's some like comedy movies that are centered around Hanukkah, and then there's some like you know the way that they do like Christmas Hallmark movies. Oh, yeah. There's a couple of those for Hanukkah. Ooh, actually, a uh, Hanukkah Hallmark movie does sound awesome. I yeah, for sure would for really sure. like that. Uh, but sure. <laughs> um, but then at the eight minute mark, something wild happens to this video. <laughs> Is that where, what we were discussing before? He, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> where he decides, you know what I can do? You know what I'm great at? I have the best Adam Sandler impression. I want to I want to put this in context because I will say originally the the seed of this joke was decent, which is to say there's there's so Adam Sandler voices the main character who looks like Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. There's also this small obnoxious little old man and with Doug a grating goes, and, voice. Yeah, with a very grating voice. And Doug goes, "Well, guess what actor they got?" to voice him and it plays and it's just you know it's adam sandler when he's doing his voice like this you know like the obnoxious adam sandler voice Mm -hmm. right and it cuts back to doug and he goes gee i wonder who it was and at first i thought that was the joke and i went it should have been it should have been the joke it goes back to what we always say the jokes themselves are decent it's just just, the timing is he just keeps going (laughs) He yeah. runs several jokes into the ground. He's yeah. beating so many dead horses in this video. It's crazy. Yeah, would you 
so after this happens, would you like to tell them what the next two minutes of the review are? <laughs> the next two minutes are Doug calling Adam Sandler. And it, it's very clearly Doug trying to do an Adam Sandler impression. So it's I'm... Doug on both li- <laughs> lines of the phone doing... I don't even know if he tries to do an impression. Yeah, it's I was going to say... Doug. I think I'd push back on saying that it's very clearly Doug trying to do an Adam Sandler impression. It's just that Doug goes, yeah, this is Adam Sandler. Like he's not, the voice that he's doing isn't Adam Sandler. I don't know who it is, but it's not Adam Sandler. Uh, He sounds like, hang on. Yeah, I'm going to listen to it no, as well. He does it's, try. He's trying. Okay. He goes like, uh, it wasn't an old man at all. And that's yeah. Adam Sandler. It's crazy. <laughs> this is not what Adam Sandler sounds like, Doug. This is, a, this is Adam I Sandler has a very recognizable way he talks. Yeah. This isn't it. Yeah, and I mean, as I was saying before, I was like, look, I'm not going to say that I have the greatest Adam Sandler impression in the world. I'm fairly confident that I do don't. You in a video. Y- yeah, I just, it was just, it was baffling. And then, yeah, for the next two minutes... It's just him screaming about how much he loves Adam Sandler and how yes. happy he is that he decided well, to do this voice. how good of a voice. voice actor he is, specifically. Yeah, which again, strange place to take the bit, considering that you are also failing to not... Well, I guess he's failing to sound like Adam Sandler, which if Adam Sandler failed to sound like Adam Sandler, that would be good. The plot of this movie does seem insane. I will yeah. say that. It's It's about like... Adam Sandler's main character. Um, I don't know his name. I can't. Eric? Eric sounds right. Let me. Okay, we'll go with Eric or Derek or yeah, something. Doug's review doesn't really give us any idea of what the plot of the movie is. Let's go to my old friend Wikipedia. So he's, he's drunk driving, is yeah. about to get sent to jail. And, and then, then he has to like do community the service. from the Jewish community center goes, no, wait. I will train him to be a referee. And the judge goes, okay. Yeah, sure. And lets that happen. Let's see. It's a Happy Madison Productions animated film. As we, as Doug mentions Is once or one twice. Is it the only Happy Madison animated? I think it's the only one. Okay. Uh, let's take a look. The animation isn't bad. Doug points that out. The animation is not that bad. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, let's see. Happy Madison Productions. What have we got? Little Nicky, Joe Dirt. Yeah, these all seem to be live action, except maybe, is that, no? No, these are all. Doug does bring up that this could have been live action, and he's not entirely wrong. Yeah, and because that's the weird thing, is it's it's sort of like King of the Hill, where it's like, this could function as a live action show. I think the difference is that King of the Hill has charm and talent in its writing, Uh, whereas this is. It's not that. I uh, also want to say that Doug does a Christopher Walken impression immediately following his Adam Sandler impression. And would you listeners believe me <laughs> if I told you? <laughs> it's not great. It's an impression of Christopher Walken doing an impression of Popeye is what it is. Yeah, it's a strange bit. Admittedly. While I was watching it, I did kind of think this does feel like a Doug's own bit, so I can't go too hard on him. It um, felt surreal. Yeah, which is, yeah, that was really my point. When I say something feels like a Doug's own bit, I just mean it makes no sense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're not wrong. Yeah. What if Christopher Walken was Popeye? Just, I don't know. I feel like if we ever recorded for like eight hours in one day, that would show up around hour three, I think. Like, Oh, oh Yeah. <laughs> I do like the Doug makes one good joke in this. Well, he makes a couple okay jokes in this, but one of the ones is he just lets the movie play, and that's yeah, the joke. And that's the best joke he does. Is he's like, <laughs> look at all this product placement, and then he plays a clip of the movie where he's literally running through a list of stores in the mall. Yeah, it is. And then Doug astonishing. doesn't say anything afterwards. He's like, <laughs> yeah, they did that. He makes like some joke afterwards, but it's not. It, it isn't needed. It isn't needed. It's like, you know, like all the, whenever someone like makes a documentary on like an alt-right figure and they just sort of like record them saying their beliefs and it's like, well, this is all you needed to do. You've just sort of, you've recorded them telling on themselves. Doug did that, but for 
eight crazy nights in product placement. He actually afterwards apologizes to Man of Steel for criticizing that product placement. That's the follow-up <laughs> joke. Okay, that's a decent joke, actually. But Matt? again, and we can't overstate this. Oh, oh no. This oh, lasted, no. We've lost it, it was a 27-minute review. Folks, Having a couple decent no jokes in there this is, is not simply no good. Uh-oh. I appear to have lost If he signal. doesn't come back, we may lose the first well, 10 minutes of this episode. But Jillian didn't do that as well. It's not it's not looking great. Eight crazy nights, folks. Okay. More like eight crazy guys. Who approved this? Am I right? Uh, (laughs) Um. Hmm. Uh oh. My recording is once again cut out. I'm informed that Jillian is offline. That's not good. Ah. Uh oh. That's not good. All right, wild. Um, I guess we'll make that the new intro. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Look. Yeah, we spent 10 minutes talking about Doug, and listeners, you're never getting them back. We're not giving them to you. We started talking about Doug, and Zencaster said, absolutely not. <laughs> we reached our Doug quota for the year. And... <laughs> I, I will say, when you sort of vanished, I just started vamping, and I did. I was spinning my wheels there for a bit. Uh, yeah, saying, I really realized that I needed to like figure out what was going on soon when I said the words eight crazy nights." More like eight crazy guys who who agreed to do this, folks. What are they up to? Um, <laughs> Doug's review of eight crazy nights was bad. Eight crazy minutes. Um, eight normal minutes. The sequel to Twelve Angry Men. Um, yeah. <laughs> Every single one of the jurors is Jewish, and they don't mention it at any point in the play. But if you read between the lines, you can tell. Uh, was that sentence woke or alt-right? It just depends on the facial expressions I'm making as I say those words. Uh, you'll never know. It's a great part of an audio medium. Plausible deniability forever. Eight crazy nights. Jillian, what were you saying? Davy, his name is Davy. <laughs> I look, I nodded along. I'm complicit in this as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which was insane. I think he's at one point he says, like, I want to carve upside down crosses into his corpse, which wild phrase um, also feels. feels a little dug zone. Yeah, um, it's very strange. I just. Yeah, no, he just sort of at that point, he just sort of starts like screaming about how much he hates people. He, at one point, I think, like, he his big joke is that this is funded by the Happy Madison crowd who just say poop in a stupid person voice and laugh at it whenever there's a poop joke. Uh, and later on, he goes and loudly shits off screen and then shoots them all when they enter the bathroom to laugh at it, which was strange. Um, does anything else happen in this review? We... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I didn't like. That one bothered me a lot. Um, Yeah. 
again, we should, you know, yeah, we don't necessarily need to comment on all these things. We just need to acknowledge that they were portrayed and then sort of move on and let the audience form their own judgments. But let's see. I, sorry, I'm looking through the Wikipedia plot summary. This is very, uh, this is in depth. He doesn't, Doug does not acknowledge that apparently the last line in the movie is Whitey saying that he's having the happiest seizure of his life as he's on the ground. Um, which is crazy. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah, well, look, just like Doug's Adam Sandler impression, you know, something happened at the 10-minute mark, and then our review just never recovered from that. Yeah. And that's fine. I think it's okay that the hand of fate forced us to not talk about the nostalgia critic for very long. Yeah, and yeah, none of them are very good. Oh, yeah, and then he also um, has th the one black person at the studio do a Chris Rock impression, which strange, weird energy off of that one. Uh, yeah, it's He's still wearing like a newsboy cap, but it's a different one. And he's also wearing a polo shirt. Yeah, it is no glasses. It's very weird. The vibes on this one are just, they are simply insane. Oh, yeah, there's also the classic bit where he pretends to have sex with the movie because it has, in his words, hoard itself out to everyone else. And he might as well see what it's like. Uh, and then we get to listen to him very loudly pretending to have sex with the movie for couple seconds which didn't like yeah i don't think i don't know if there's anything else going on here i'm gonna be real oh no that's never good the oh yes <laughs> nostalgia overly odd uh, yeah because he spelled it like the Iliad uh, but yeah I I like the idea of someone commenting that about Doug or it's like even if it do does have dumb jokes and he's fallen off in recent years you know it'll always have a place in my heart after watching the whole movie oh no after watching the whole movie, I consider Whitey being my favorite character. Soft spot for the elderly. I think his voice is good. It goes with the comedic affect. The only time I actually cried during this film was when he didn't receive his patch, walking out crying with Stone's voice, saying, nobody even knows you exist. And the biggest part was when he went to the mall and spoke his feelings while crying. That broke me. Sad eyes emoji. My second favorite would be the deers. I love the noises that they make. And for certain scenes, most of the... Yeah, the deer joke is that Whitey uh, falls into a porta potty and gets covered in shit, and then the deer show up and lick it off of him. Uh, he says, most scenes they are cute, except for the ones that involve feces, etc. That was just you, but I think it's a pretty good film, smiley face. That entire review was written with commas, not a single period in there. Didn't like that. <laughs> Yeah, his name is Whitey. Oh, yeah, that's the other crazy thing about this movie is that Rob Schneider does maybe the most racist voice I've ever heard. It is crazy. Like, to the extent that if I tried to do a racist Chinese accent, I don't think I could make it as racist as him. But, you know, 
Also, I like I think the concept of the story was good. That's a really funny way to start a review of something. It's like, you know, they had a decent there was a good idea involved with this movie. Uh, let's see what have we got. The only funny thing about this movie is that instead of drawing a different character for Adam Sandler, they literally just drew Adam Sandler. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, quite a few people like the uh, the Christopher Walken joke. Which I think is good, because that's the one that we earlier said feels like a Doug's own bit. So I'm glad that it's resonating with all these people. We just need to get these people... We've got to get them to listen to the Doug Zone. They're probably Doug fans. Look, uh, we can have a Doug fan or two in our audience. That's okay. You're allowed to like Doug. Yeah, you're incorrect. You are my enemy, but that's okay. I can have an enemy or two as a treat. That is insane phrasing. What do you got? I kind of respect the confidence in that sort of message. Um, People may die, but stupidity is forever. One of his lines. That one really resonated with a lot of people, it seems. Uh, Sure, man. I mean... No, yeah, I'm sure. I'm just, you know, it's just very funny how many people like it. I just like how many people comment things like, this movie is bad. I want to watch a good movie instead. It's like, yeah, I, I guess so, dude. <laughs> Seems to be an unpopular opinion. Let's see. The guy wasn't finished. What the critic says is literally addressed in his next lyric. Let's see what he's referring to. Ah, someone's mad that Doug is nitpicking the song that Davey sings at the end of the movie. Which is strange. Holy shit. That. (laughs) That is dark. Whoa, hang on. I just got a recommended video called Why Lie About Santa, which is a nostalgia critic video. And from what I can tell, just sort of hovering and getting the trailer, it looks like it might just be a video essay about why you should lie to your kids about Santa. Or shouldn't. Let's see. Like, just... Yeah, he's just discussing the ethics of lying to your kids about Santa. I'll argue that the illusion of Santa is not only a good thing, but actually an important thing, are the first words that I tuned into there. This is fascinating. Ooh, that's cool. So you're like, I'm just going to set my kid up to be strong. Look, you know, we'll still label one or two presents Santa Claus, just to keep up appearances. But it's very important to me that you know this. Next time a kid says something even remotely mean to you, it doesn't even have to be mean, it can just be slightly rude, hit them with that one. I've discussed this before. I really, you know, I had some, I was a demon in high school. You know, like those first few years of high school before like you've discovered empathy, but after you figured out like logic, you're just sort of wild and out. I don't know if this was just a me thing, but you know, you, you understand the words you can say to hurt someone most, but you don't yet have that little voice going, Hey, maybe you shouldn't. I was thinking Yeah, I was thinking about this a while back. It was my freshman year of high school. There was a girl whose parents were getting divorced, and she said something. I don't even remember what it was. I just know, deep in my heart, that it was not 
enough to warrant my response. Uh, but I told her that if she was, if her mom was anything like her, I saw why her dad was leaving. And I just think about that one sometimes where I go, there was no need to say this. We were in algebra one. What did, what did I possibly see the need to say that for? But you know, yeah, like I wasn't even, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I figured that one out pretty quickly as you have to like it, couch it with, I mean, that one did get a reaction from the classroom. Uh, let me tell you, but uh, yeah, I figured out you need to be a little more overtly comedic about your insults if you want to get away with them. Yeah, I guess I am too. I hate Doug Walker and I want to kill him. Is that anything? Um, <laughs> Look. I will never forgive the algorithm for taking down the Doug Zones one TikTok video. Um, I know that. Yeah, that's the reason. Yeah. As I, I think I've mentioned it before, eventually I'll figure out ways to make TikToks on Historica Esoterica that won't get my video taken down. Uh, but, you know, it's hard to go like pedophiles run the government. This suicide was staged without just 18 content violations. Ooh, okay, that's good. I like that. That's not bad. Um, interesting. <laughs> Man, shout out to TikTok. What an evil platform. I hate it, but that's okay. You know, we all have our vices. It's also very funny to be me and have, like, you know, grown up on 4chan and LiveLeak, and they go, TikTok's doing bad things to the youth's brains. It's like, I feel like I've sort of lost my... Yeah. <laughs> I This surely has unfortunate consequences for the for the development of young children's minds <laughs> and the worst part i unironically believe that i'm so glad i didn't grow up in the tiktok generation yeah jesus christ those kids they are just i mean you're just you didn't even have a chance like, at least the reality TV kids might have gotten some money for it, but, like, the mommy bloggers of the world, ugh, they get nothing. Unless you're, like, that one kid who's, like, the most subscribed to YouTube channel in the world where he's just, like, unboxing different toys every week. Yeah, he gets toys out of it. Like, I'm... Yeah, I was going to say, that kid is growing up to be, like, the new version of, like, Saddam Hussein's kid who would, like, torture people for fun. But, like, you know, <laughs> you get some toys out of it. Most of them probably going straight into the trash can the moment the camera's done rolling. But, like, you're getting money. Your college is paid for, buddy. So, like, you know, when you go and you say, like, I want to be a doctor of, you know, the kid walks up. He's like, I want to go to medical school. I want to take people apart and see what they look like on the inside. Uh yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have enough money that the school will go, how much are they giving the school? Okay, I guess we have to give him a scalpel. Uh. Yeah, I guess that's... Yeah, not a thing for YouTube. For child actors, I mean, like I've said before, you know, Jeanette McCurdy, I'm sure that she had her reasons for not liking Ariana Grande, but you know... When you're getting molested by the entire Nickelodeon staff, I feel like it's hard to really point a finger at Ariana Grande and go like, she had it too good, that little bitch. But, you know, oh well. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I know that she's now outgrown it. Yeah, yeah, I know that she's now outgrown it. It's just very funny in retrospect to go like, aw, lucky. She's like getting in the car with Dan Schneider and being handed a drink at age 12. 
She's like, oh, I wish I could have fun with the adults. Uh, no, you don't. But man, how glad are we that Jeanette McCurdy's mom died, folks? Uh, <laughs> what a timely reference. It's, I don't know. I have, ever since the book came out, I've thought about, you know, it's shocking to call your book, I'm glad my mom died. I think it's even funnier to call your book, I'm glad Jeanette McCurdy's mom died. Uh, <laughs> I have no involvement with this. I'm just really glad. <laughs> she was bad? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Good, I guess. I mean, I was... Now I can just be more open about it. <laughs> well, why were you glad? Oh, no, we don't need to get into it. <laughs> so, before Zen... <laughs> I am also glad she's dead. <laughs> Man. Folks. Um, <laughs> yeah, we really haven't recovered from the, from, the video, <laughs> from our recording crashing. Uh, but that's fine. Sometimes you need it. Sometimes you need an episode where the vibe is just weird. I tried to, I tried to buy stock in Zencaster earlier today. Um, yeah, I tried because they sent me an email. Uh, apparently, it's becoming like a privately, uh, a publicly traded company or something. I didn't really read, but I thought it would be very funny to become a shareholder in Zencaster. Uh, unfortunately, when I clicked the big button that said invest, it led me to a 404 page, which. If you're trying to get investors. And you're a tech platform. The one thing you really can't do is have your website crash when someone tries to give you money. Uh, but, you know, like many of my financial decisions and an astonishing number of my financial decisions, I went, yeah, this could be funny. And then proceeded to try. So. It's the machete all over again. Yeah, I can't like threaten you with my Zencaster stockholder status. Yeah, I can't accidentally gesture with it. <laughs> well, I guess I could. You know, if I ever don't like the direction the recording's going, I'm like, well, I can just call up the CEO. I mean, he technically answers to me. I'm on the board of directors. I have bought one share of Zencaster, and therefore I am the primary stockholder of this company. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, in two weeks, the pl the stock just like plummets and crashes, and I try to jump out of my house's top window, but since it's only two stories up, I just like, yeah, I break my ankle. I'm like, well, ow. Could someone take me to the hospital? I have no money to pay for the ambulance because my entire life savings has just gone down the tube. Yeah, someone call me an Uber. The other company in which I am a primary stockholder... <laughs> Like, what do you mean by that? I'm like, oh, I mean, I bought one stake. I'm like, that's I'm like, I think it is. <laughs> I have started. I've started to hold stock. I'm a primary stockholder. <laughs> I'm in the primary stages. Um. Yeah, me too. Jesus Christ on OnlyFans? Oh my God. Oh, I see. So then everybody's going like, hey, everybody, she has an OnlyFans now. And then any of the people who I guess looked at her and went, oh, yeah. So. She's just sort of continuing to coast off of that one. Chelsea Green reported... She has reportedly shut down her OnlyFans account. Oh, there's someone... Wait, really? Wow, I typed... Okay, wait, so what was the other one? Mandy Rose. Interesting. Mandy Rose, American professional wrestler. Yeah, it's a different one. What? That is insane. Yeah, that's apparently... That's wild. 
WWE Hall of Famer says Mandy Rose as quote the dumbest agent in the world. I don't know if I would agree with that. If she has, if you just made half a million dollars, wow, Booker T is all about business and believes that Mandy Rose's agent is doing her dirty. Oh yeah, that is dumb. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, you've got to have the dumbest agent in the world. Yeah. Why don't we put how much Uncle Sam is taking out as well? You know what I mean? And how much his cut is. Booker also has the suspicions as to Rose making that million dollar mark before Santa's sleigh hits the roof. WrestlingInc.com has got some weird pros going on in these articles. She's going to have to do a whole lot of naked photos, okay? I'm just being straight up, okay? Even if Rose were to make that million buck barrier, Booker once received some sound advice from his sister. Fast money goes fast, he said. But Booker does know how social media and celebrity access is so prominent, and the times are changing for all of us. I don't get the... <laughs> okay, yeah, so I feel like it... there's a lot going on between these two. <laughs> the world of wrestling never fails to disappoint. Yeah, I feel like he really shouldn't. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like it's doing great right now since it's No, oh, it nice. Good for them, I think. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I'm scrolling through these headlines cuz it's just insane seeing how like these like the people who report on WWE how they describe OnlyFans. Um because they all feel the need to dance around it. My personal favorite headline is now the New York Post's sports entertainment writer saying, Mandy Rose has made $500,000 on, quote, racy fan page. Uh, which, why would you call it that? We all know what OnlyFans is at this point. Like, COVID happened. For better or for worse, everybody knows what OnlyFans is. This isn't... Yeah. Yeah, especially if like her, I don't know, like if her whole thing was like the family friendly wrestler, I could see why they were upset by it. Yeah. <laughs> John Cena has made $500,000 selling a nut video with the sound on. I'd be like, I mean, look, if you told me that. Yeah. If you told me that and it was less than $50, I'd be like, well, I've got to see what the fuss is about. And I would buy it. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that's different because he didn't like sell it. It was leaked and like briefly ruined his life. But, you know, I mean. And yeah, so it goes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is very funny that like we ended the the iCloud leak era just by making OnlyFans. And it's like now you can pay them to see their nudes. It's like, this feels like we're not making as much progress as I felt like we were, but at least we're not hacking into celebrities' phones anymore, I guess. It's a step in the right direction. Next, not being obsessed with seeing celebrities naked, period. But, you know, I guess might be too much to ask for. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I am with you, though. It's a very strange thing to fire her over. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, which I mean, good for her. Any gimmick based off of, yeah, I was going to say any gimmick based off of sex appeal does just sort of have an expiration date baked into it. So like, good for her for getting the bag. Yeah. Do what you got to do. I will never. Yeah, we're in full support of Mandy Rose. I think. I don't know. At least this. Yeah, I'm not sure what else she's done. <laughs> let's just look her up. Let's let's take a look at her Wikipedia page. Is there a controversy section that doesn't talk about her time at OnlyFans? <laughs> Wait, that's her Instagram. There we go. Amanda Rose. Sacamano is her last name. Good for her. Yeah, no controversies. Doesn't look like she's done anything too crazy. Her personal life uh, informs us that she participates in yoga, Pilates, and CrossFit, which 
why do you there's no need to put that on the wikipedia page i feel like the <laughs> the other media section of her wikipedia article should have something on only fans i think but other than that i have to, i don't have any issues with this Yeah, so we are in full support of her. We can say that has been wrestling news. Thank you for wrestling news. What's happened as of late? I don't know. It's been a very chill week for me. I'm home now. You know, we're just sort of like prepping for Christmas. Nothing too crazy going on. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. You need to do things like that. We were we usually visit our grandparents on a Christmas Eve, but since the forecast is informing us that the roads will be made of ice, we are thinking we might not do that this time, which is a little disappointing. Oh, yeah. So uh, basically, Friday and Saturday, it's going to rain nonstop. And then Saturday night, it drops down to like 15 degrees. So yeah, everything, everything will be entombed in ice. And uh, we're thinking. Yeah, that's that's a little better, I think. I don't know. Virginia is weird. We don't get snow. <laughs> Are you on the ground floor? Sorry, we can cut that. Just realize I'm like asking details about your apartment on air. <laughs> What's the number again? Remind me. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a very good point. Um, I'm just imagining some like crazed Doug Zone fan somewhere just like adding another piece of information to a spreadsheet, you know? For me, they have like, I know his university. I have a decent guess as to the apartment complex. For Jillian, it's the ground floor. All right, so it's limited to... <laughs> Yeah, it's been limited to any building near an army base because it has to have at least one floor. Yeah, in Texas, um, which, you know, any building in Texas. Uh, <laughs> actually, I don't know. How are you guys doing military base wise in Texas? What is that like? Yeah, because Virginia's got plenty, but, you know, it's just because we're right next to D.C. and the Pentagon. So it's to be expected. Yeah, you got plenty of open space out there. This movie is in the same universe as the Iron Giant. What does that mean? Ah. That does seem like a lot. How many? Let's see. I'm going to look it up now. Oops. <laughs> not me, certainly. And not you, listener, with your cork board and red threads going back and forth across it. Military bases in Virginia. That's not how you spell Virginia. There we go. Well, how many are there? No, no, I didn't want a list of them. Okay, militarybases.com has given me quite a few. I'm not going to count them all. Do they just tell you how many there are? Or do you have to count them? Ah, 27 military bases. Holy shit, that is a lot of military bases. Yeah. Well, as I said, we're right next to the Pentagon. We got Langley. You know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot happening in Virginia. I'm very used to weird intelligence spooks. So in retrospect, I was always going to turn out this way. Uh, okay. I have a great ad from Dating Tips magazine that says, in Ukrainian woman seeking man. Hmm, interesting. And then right next to that is help children of the heroes we lost, one or both parents during the Russian-Ukraine war. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, I really like that. Both of these websites, yeah, both of these websites went, we've got to lean on the Ukraine thing while it lasts. And one of them was like, Russian MILF seeking young man. And the other one is like, if you or a loved one have lost a parent, then you understand the pain that these little children are going through during Russia's unjust war.
<laughs> the duality of man. There's a MILF one kilometer away who wants to meet up with you. And in her arms, <laughs> yeah, in her arms, an orphan. She wants to meet you to get some help for this young boy. Also, maybe have sex, you know, depending on how well the charity goes. Yeah. You know, we'll see where the night takes us. <laughs> like pouring wine as I'm like trying to find a home for this boy. Ugh. <laughs> it's finding a home for a young orphan. <laughs> Let's see. Wait, what? I'm sorry. According to the director, Happy Madison Productions didn't get any money for those product placements. They didn't even get permission to use them. That is insane. Sorry, I'm just... Oh yeah, that was on the that was on the lost portion of the episode. Uh, yeah, he j apparently done without permission because Doug talks about the the crazy product placement. That's one of the other jokes that we liked. We're gonna briefly talk about Doug again. Yeah, he like lists them all out. It's this is insane. Okay. Yeah. You've got to love Dunkin' Donuts and Radio Shack. Like, what are you doing? I hate this movie, but I hate this review even more because it's telling me other things about it. Um, wow, I'm just getting a lot of evil dugs in the uh, in the thumbnails over here. His review for the Lorax, I know we've looked at it before, but good God, it is rough. Uh, yeah, it's just like an orange background. I'm just going to send you the video, actually. We can take a look at that. I want to, um, no, hang on. Copy link. There we go. This is hard to do on desktop. Look, I'm not, I'm having a little bit of trouble. I'm used to using the YouTube app on my phone to do this because I don't think it deserves enough effort for me to open up my laptop. There we go. Yeah, it's pretty heinous. I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> It's almost as bad as the that one shot of the carrot in whatever review it was where he just like <laughs> shrieks like a demon. I, I don't remember. That's the only thing I remember about that review. Yeah, no, it's like it's like a nightmare you had when you were a child. Like, I don't know about you. I, there's several nightmares I have where I like very vividly remember like single shots of them. And I don't remember any, I don't remember any context. Some of them, I don't even remember why they're scary. But like in my head, I hear like the TikTok boom sound when I think of them now, you know, like uh, but just that carrot. What the fuck was that? I just. All right. Anyway. <laughs> And I'm not, I don't care enough to go back and think about it. So I'm, I will just never know. Listeners, you guys are way better at remembering Doug's own episodes than we are. If you remember why Doug turns into a demonic carrot, please tell us. I kind of want to know, but I'll never go back and look. So, <laughs> yeah. And like, did, wasn't there, there was like a howling noise that he made when it, showed up right like i don't either i just remember it i just remember it really upsetting me <laughs> you know people will never people might not remember exactly what you said but they will remember how you made them feel and that's how i feel about this um anyway i hope bad uh because that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> If I can make just one person's day worse, I know this has all been worth it. Um, <laughs> how do I want the Doug Zone to make people feel, actually? I don't know about that. I'm going to have to think on this one. I guess I hope they like it. But I don't know. Yeah, I hope that it, yeah, I hope it makes them feel enough pity for us that they want to give us money. Perhaps on our Patreon. I know that we have technically been recording for 40 minutes, so we shouldn't wrap up yet, but for whatever reason. Yeah, we might wrap this one up at the 50-minute mark. Uh, the actual 50-minute mark, not the 40-minute mark. 
Nope, we're just going to spiritually check out. I think the next 10 minutes will be me reading the Wikipedia plot summary for Eight Crazy Nights. <clears throat> yeah, I hope that the I hope that the Doug Zone makes people feel the same amount of contempt towards me that I feel towards them. Uh, it's it'd be difficult, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> I hate you all. Uh, what else has happened this week? Yeah, I don't like him. Me neither. Yeah, I've been doing Christmas things. I, I moved back home for the break, so that took up a good deal of my time. I was doing research for Historica Esoterica. Let me tell you guys, J. J. Edgar Hoover, bad dude. Uh, he got up to some naughty things in his time, mostly being gay. I think he did some other bad stuff, but that's the real one that I'm focused on. <laughs> Actually, that's the crazy thing. I don't even think he was gay, uh, which I know is a hot take. Oh, the uh, the Jay Aubrey one. Yes. Man, what a crazy family. I didn't know anything about them. That is. Yeah, that's this is the this is the first I finally have stopped being able to avoid learning about them. Uh. Yeah, no, so I knew the name, and I knew that they were associated with, you know, back when I first heard about it, I think it was like 15 kids and counting. And then, you know, the number keeps climbing because, and counting. Yeah, we, yeah, my family, I think we've mentioned this before, we were never big reality TV people, not even like as a guilty pleasure kind of thing. Um, But, you know, I had heard about them because, you know, someone at school mentions them like, oh, the Duggars. And you go, ah interesting uh but yeah so now i know much more about their son's child porn conviction than i do about the show itself which i regret to say is in line with the sort of thing you would expect me to know about a person i guess so <laughs> that is so funny that <laughs> Yeah, I honestly, I, I will be real. I did sort of have to laugh at like it, the sheer dedication he had to watching child porn too. That he like split his, he split his computer in half. Like what, like the people who have the surgery where you remove the two sides of their brain and they can't, it can't communicate anymore. He did that, but with his computer, so his wife's porn watching like Chrome extension couldn't realize that he was torrenting porn off of Tor. Yeah, and he said, well, guess what, honey? You have no idea what you just caused. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which you can just, I just know he said that. And then in his head, you just hear him go, nailed it. Like, whoa, officers, what's the deal here? Did someone split my computer in half and surreptitiously install a Tor browser that they used to torrent some of the most abhorrent child pornography you've ever seen? That sounds crazy. What leads you to that conclusion? What do you mean I'm under arrest? <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, I also like it. Yeah, that the big scandal initially was that he was on Ashley Madison and cheating on his wife. <laughs> yeah, Ashley Madison. And then, let me tell you this, they found him on Ashley Madison in parentheses for children. And that was, oh boy, he can't do that. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it would be sad you would not like the people that you're able to pull from that yeah and i feel like if you're cheating on your wife beggars can't be choosers you're sort of you've already like you you have who i assume is a lovely if somewhat reactionary baptist wife uh Yeah, now that's not good. Yeah. But you know what? At least she's loyal. Um, <laughs> I. Yeah, look, <laughs> exactly. Look, I hope that if I was ever convicted for child pornography, my wife would either 
assert my innocence or leave me. You can't like go, he's guilty, but I still love him. Like it has to be either like this was a frame job, he was set up. Yeah. <laughs> well, fair's fair, everybody. No harm, no foul. You call this one for the officers, and then we'll all go home. Uh, <laughs> she steps in wearing a referee shirt. Like, all right, red flag on the field. I say we all take five, and then let cooler heads prevail. Yeah, <laughs> prison? What? No, that's. I think that's a little excessive, don't you, Judge? Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, but anyway, that's the thing. Yeah, like I said, I hope you can't do that. That's the one. Yeah, denial, it's not good because obviously, you know, it leaves the door open for. Yeah, <laughs> you can't go, Your Honor. Have you tried being nicer to him? I still love him. You don't get it. You know, it's like <laughs> the BTK killer had a wife and I love the idea of her going like, I look, it's fine. I mean, it's not ideal, but... Well, nobody's perfect. Let he, let he who hasn't torrented child porn off of his work computer and then tried to blame it on a coworker throw the first. Sto- Why are you all picking up rocks? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, gonna be a little late to gonna be a little late coming home today, honey. Like. <laughs> Once again, I could just see him like sitting back, just sort of folding his hands behind his head, like, ah, uh, you son of a bitch, you've done it again. Like, <laughs> yeah, he texted that to her. And then unfortunately, right after that, he searched on Google how to get away with it, winky face. Um, <laughs> yeah, how to get, get away with it, it, winky face. You know what I'm talking about, fellas. In parentheses, it's child pornography. Um, <laughs> and then in brackets within the parentheses, not adults. Oh, no, we've moved past that. Uh, like, <laughs> the FBI is just sort of like putting that up there on like in front of the jury. Like. <laughs> I like the idea of it being. Literally, like the Better Call Saul pilot, like they just wheel in the TV and start playing the Google search history. Um, <laughs> oh man! Yeah, <laughs> I think there's insufficient evidence, and the judge said, "I do not." <laughs> Your Honor, hang on now. Isn't this a bit of a stretch? Uh, <laughs> me what little old me aren't you the guy from horsing around as he's like getting shoved into the police cars like, haven't you seen me on television reality stars never do anything bad uh, <laughs> uh well all right, so we had a rough first 40 minutes, but then we laughed for 10 minutes about a man's child pornography conviction. So I think we we turned this one around. Yes. <laughs> yeah, what do we call in the episode? Who, me, and parentheses, you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> getting away with it, winky face. Um, <laughs> who, me? Uh, <laughs> all right, listeners, if you want. <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> He's sitting on the stand. <laughs> it's in Goodfellas. He's like, we'd spend all the money until there was no more. Then we go steal some more. He points over to Paul and Paul goes, Who, me? And the, justice. <laughs> the judge goes yes you're on trial for extortion and murder uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bojack horseman it's you speech but just because he keeps going who me um all right
Listeners, if you want, hopefully, a slightly more coherent episode, you can join us on the Patreon. It will not be more coherent. We're just going to be, we will be an hour more tired by the end of it. There's, it's just going to be, it's going to be this. Let me tell you, we're going to take a five minute break in between episodes and we're going to come back and we're still going to be laughing about Josh Duggar's child pornography conviction. Um, so <laughs> I just, uh, I hate myself. Uh, but if you love me, who me? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I can hear you. Uh Oh, Hmm. Well, I don't know if you can hear me. Join us on the Patreon. We love you. $3 a month. Uh, Next week, we'll be talking about uh, Suburban Nights for Christmas. How exciting.